You are listening to the Julie Parker Practice Success Podcast, where you discover management insights and strategies for your successful dental practice. There are also interviews with key people in the industry who have advice and services to help you and your team achieve great success. Welcome to this week's episode of the Julie Parker Practice Success Podcast. What I wanted to talk about today was a topic that was raised in the last few days and myself and my colleague Amina Basile were having a chat about it during the presentation of our annual growth plan mini course, six week course that's rolling out at the moment. And It is the topic of bonuses, paying cash bonuses to dental team members when you achieve certain goals. Now, for many, many years, I have been against the cash bonus situation, and I thought I would share my thoughts around it in case it's something that you're thinking about implementing into your practice or you have already implemented it into your practice, and maybe it's not generating the kind of incentive, inspiration, motivation with the team members as you had intended it to. Now, there are some industries that the cash bonus situation works tremendously. One of the classics are sales. So dental sales, you've got dental reps out on the road, they've got financial targets that they need to meet every single month. And if they do meet those targets, they get some sort of cash incentive. I think that works very well. They're out there on the road by themselves. They are the ones that are developing that relationship, that rapport, that trust, that likability, the no like and trust that we continue to talk about with their clients. If they weren't there, they wouldn't generate the sales, but they are there and they do it. It's really squarely on their shoulders. They absolutely have support from the business itself and there are other elements that need to work well in order for them to be able to do their job very well. And if the other elements, such as how quickly the um, the warehouse gets the, the stock out and how accurately they get the stock out, that they're sending the right things, the pricing of the stock, all of those sort of things can certainly compromise the success of the dental rep. But if all else goes well, the dental rep's going to do a good job and the way of rewarding them is with a cash incentive. It's quite a bit different, I feel, in a dental surgery situation. Let's first of all think about all of the roles within the dental practice and what responsibility each role has or what influence each role has in getting the practice to reach financial targets every month. In order for the practice to reach financial targets, what we're talking about is patients accepting treatment, going forward with the treatment that's been advised to them. So we'll first of all look at the dentist, the practitioner themselves, are they suggesting the amount of treatment that they see when they're going forward with the examination? When they are describing the conditions to the patient and the different options the patient has in terms of treating that condition and the ramifications of not getting any treatment done, that whole patient engagement process, every practitioner that I've ever worked with does that wildly differently. But the whole sales process, if we can use that term, the sales process of getting the patient to a position where they are accepting needed dental treatment and actually booking it in, it starts with identifying the treatment in the first place. So that is on the dentist. And then we've got the role of the dental assistant. 
The dental assistant role can range from being a great support clinically in the surgery and doing things uh, such as building up the likability and the authority of the dentist in front of the patient so they're witness to that and helping that patient be trustful of what's going on in the surgery. Some dental assistants actually play a more active role. So they're involved in oral health instruction. Maybe they're involved with being one-on-one -on -one with the patient, such as a patient coordinator, and speaking to the patient about all of the different options that are available to them and helping the patient get over any barriers that they have. So the dental assistant role can very much range in the influence that they actually have in the, in quotation marks, sales process. In some situations, there is an actual designated patient coordinator, patient facilitator, somebody who does take that patient on the journey that kind of bridge the gap between suggested advised treatment to actually booking into the book itself and getting that treatment done. And they, they're the ones that bridge the gap. They've got a lot of the time to be able to devote to that patient to answer all their questions, explain everything beautifully, help them with resources so they can research which solution is going to be most appropriate for them and assist them on that decision-making process. It can also include assisting the, those patients with financial challenges or time challenges, anxiety challenges to actually booking in that treatment. If you don't have a patient coordinator, then we're looking at the receptionist. And the receptionist is the one that can help patients overcome some of the challenges to actually booking that treatment in, such as offering payment plans and different times in the appointment schedule, etc. So if we do look at the dental practice situation, we've understood the different responsibilities for each of the roles, the different levels of influence that each of the roles have on achieving a financial target for the month. How are we going to compensate them with cash bonuses in a way that is fair and inspiring future efforts and performance, not just now, but moving forward into the future? And this is where the cash bonus doesn't sit well with me. Let's say, for example, if the practice said, if we reach this particular financial target for the month, all of the team will get $500 each as a cash bonus. Well, first of all, the dentist doesn't normally get the cash bonus because they're getting a percentage of turnover anyway, of the percentage of what they have generated in terms of revenue for the practice. And so their financial incentive is kind of built in to their salary. But how about the remaining team members, the auxiliary team members? If everyone gets the $500 bonus, it might feel really good the first month. It might feel really good the second month. But what happens when one team member feels, because it's true, that they have a stronger influence over these results than the others, and I get paid exactly the same bonus as everybody else? And so let's see if we can divvy it up and give a percentage of a, of a kitty, of a pool of money to each of those auxiliaries. So possibly the patient coordinator gets 60% of the bonus, where the receptionist gets 20% and the dental assistant gets 10% or 20%, for example. Moving forward, is that really effective? I don't think so. I think the dental assistant will sit back and say, I do my job really well. I perform to the best of my abilities, yet I feel like I'm being penalized because this practice isn't structured in a way that I'm able to increase my influence and therefore start to match, for example, the receptionist in terms of the percentage of bonus that I get.
And so again, it may feel good at the start because it's new and we're getting a financial bonus that we would never have gotten before. But go ongoing, we can start to see that it's opening areas up for future resentments to start to build. That is the absolute opposite of what we're trying to achieve with a financial bonus. Let's say that the auxiliary team have got their divvied up cash bonuses and they're all happy with it. However, the thing that didn't get them just over the line to achieve their monthly target to even get their financial bonuses was that the dentist themselves just isn't a great communicator. They don't tend to build strong rapport. Maybe they've got very quick examinations and so they're surely missing some treatments that need to be done. So we're all doing a really hard job and under normal circumstances with a dentist that is magnificent at diagnosis and patient engagement in the treatment recommendations that's been advised to them, we would all be getting cash bonuses every month but we're not because of this guy <laughs> he's the thorn in our side and you would never ever want to have a situation where a dental practitioner is feeling pressured by their auxiliary team to suggest more treatment than they're comfortable with to start adjusting the way that they have communications with patients because they feel they're doing it in the way that is professional and appropriate for them but now we're breaking down formally functional teamwork because we're putting elements in place that are potential risk factors to creating disharmony. Again, we're trying to avoid that. All we're trying to do is reward our employees. And I really do love the intentions behind wanting to offer cash rewards. We want to really, as dental practice managers and owners, we want to reward great performance. We want to show everyone that we certainly appreciate everyone's efforts and make it obvious. We know that we can't do this by ourselves. We need all of you being magnificent in order to achieve our financial goals for the practice to remain viable and a growing entity where we're going to be around forever for our patients and our team members and continue as a strong dental practice. That's the motivation. That's the intention. But with a cash bonus, we are opening a bit of a Pandora's box. There could be a series of unintended consequences that we then have to try to manage that could be quite damaging to your team when we start offering cash bonuses. And another reason why I think that cash bonuses are not that great is that if our patients, our precious valued patients that we've spent so much energy and time in building their trust in us, that we have their best interests at heart, if they were ever made aware that the team members that were managing their care were getting cash incentives to encourage them to book in for dental treatments, it would not sit well with them. We are a health service provider and it needs to be professional and ethical. And I'm not sure how ethical it would be perceived by patients if they knew that these cash incentives were in place. And so if we can't sing about it proudly to our, in front of our patients, then I don't think it's totally appropriate. I think there's a reason that there's a question mark over that. So what can we do? I'm certainly not saying not reward everybody. I absolutely love rewarding everybody and acknowledging everybody's magnificent performances. And so what can we do instead that can motivate and inspire our team members ongoing 
long-term and actually contribute to better teamwork, contribute to happiness amongst the team members. And I've got a few ideas that hopefully you'll think are also good ideas and you can really start to bring into your team culture a celebration of successes and acknowledgement of performances that makes all team members feel valued, inspire them to grow and inspire them to cheer each other on ongoing as we do achieve our financial goals for the practice. So one of my suggestions is to, as a practice owner and with your accountant possibly or your bookkeeper, identify if we reach these financial goals that we have per month, what amount of money are we going to throw into a kitty? We might say, okay, the financial target for the month is $90,000. And if we reach that financial target, that means we've got $3,000 in the kitty. And that's the amount of money that we're going to spend on the celebration, the reward, the incentive, the whatever it is. You can, as an owner and practice manager, decide for yourselves, this is how we're going to spend that kind of money. We're going to do things like send cheese, fruit, and wine hampers to all of our team members for a job well done for the month. We're going to give them all Amazon book vouchers for a good quality amount of money. Here's $250 for you to go out and spend on physical books that you get delivered to your home because you've contributed to the success of this practice. How about vouchers for team members and their families that they can go along to the zoo, to an entertainment park for a theatre production that you've given all of your team members an experience to share with their family outside of work hours. There are some tremendous ideas that you can come up with to truly reward your team members and experiences are always far more impressionable upon us than cash. And an experience is difficult to put a dollar value on it. And this is one of the things I find with a dollar value cash bonus. At the start, when you're doing the cash bonuses, the $500 has that $500 value plus some. Because we've never had it before, we've also attached a lot of strong meaning to that cash bonus. And so it's $500 plus is what it's worth in our eyes. We can spend the $500 amount, but then we've got all this other wonderful meaning laid on top of that. I feel valued. I feel appreciated. I feel acknowledged. However, over subsequent months, when these other little rumblings may come into play, all of a sudden that $500 bonus doesn't have the positive meanings attached to it anymore. It could now start to be not $500 plus, positive meanings, it could now be $500 plus questioning whether this truly does compensate me for my strong efforts in my performance this past month, plus the resentment that I'm feeling towards the dentist because they're not suggesting enough treatment, plus the discomfort that I'm now feeling because I'm the patient coordinator and I'm feeling some animosity from the other team members because I'm getting more money than they are. So it ends up being that $500 amount doesn't mean $500 anymore. It doesn't have the same value anymore. One of the things I used to do when I had my dental practice in 2003, between 2003 and 2013, is every month I arranged for a car detailer to come out and fully wash and detail everyone's cars. 
and it was so successful. Everybody absolutely loved getting in their car that evening and it was spick and span beautifully clean. And you can imagine the handful of mums that we had with toddlers. They'd get in their car in the morning, drive to work. There's bits of food, crumbs everywhere, car seats with drip marks all over it, all the rest of it. That evening, they get in the car. It is beautiful. <laughs> and it was truly a wonderful way of rewarding team members that gave them a lovely feeling. You never not get a lovely feeling about a nice clean car. So there are tremendous ways that you can reward your team members that remain long-term inspiring and motivating and always have these really good feel-good elements to it. And it's acknowledging that the whole team, we can't do it without you. We really appreciate you. We encourage you to do more of all the good stuff because this is the way we celebrate when we do get all of the good stuff. Amina, my buddy, said that in one of her past practices that she worked in, the bonus that she got was a, a year-long voucher for monthly massages. How glorious is that? Every single month, she had to go and make an appointment time and lie down on a massage table and get a beautiful massage for an hour every single month. Do you think that ever got old? That would never, ever get old. It's a beautiful idea. You can bring in a masseuse into the practice once a month and during the lunch break or during the day and you've got a floater nurse that can really help um, cover people as they come out from the surgery and get a massage down in the staff room <laughs> with one of those sit-up massage chairs. You don't have to get all stripped off. We don't want to make it all inappropriate, but you've got your clothes on, you're sitting on the massage chair and you're getting a massage from a proper massage therapist once a month. How glorious would that be? The other thing that you can do is have the same kitty of funds. We've got three grand to spend. And then you get the whole team gathered for your monthly team meeting where you're talking about, we reached our goal, how awesome are we? We've got three grand to spend in some way, up to three grand to spend in some way. What are some ideas that we can throw around about how to improve our experience here at the practice? Do we want a dishwasher in the staff room? Do we want better lockers in the staff room? Do we want to beautify the bathroom? Do we want to get a new coffee maker installed? Do we want to get a blender so we can have smoothies? Your team ideas on how to make your everyday, turning up to work every day much more enjoyable can have an enormous impact. Every time you get a coffee then, got this coffee because we're all awesome. <laughs> every time you put dishes in the dishwasher, got this because we're awesome and we're appreciated and that was our reward and now we're celebrating every time we need to do a dish <laughs> and then you're also improving the value of the practice itself you're constantly refreshing the facilities that everyone's working within and then not slowly getting all run down magnificent. Maybe one of the ideas that you can throw away around as team members is let's all go off and do a self-development course together. It can be team bonding, but also it allows us to go on a self-awareness journey, become better human beings individually. But because we're all doing it as a team as well, we're taking those more enlightened views on how to manage life into the dental practice situation, into our team culture, and we're getting stronger and more bonded together, care far more for each other and understand how to behave in a way that makes turning up to work every day an absolute joy. 
What other courses could you all do together? What courses could you do separately, but we get these vouchers to go off and do them? When you brainstorm all these kinds of ideas together as a team, you can even rotate. Every time we reach our financial target for the month, we're rotating. We go alphabetically through the surnames of every team member and whoever's turn it is, their idea gets implemented. Tremendous. You get a whole month to think, oh, it's my turn next month. What am I going to suggest this month? Oh, my God. Like a birthday is like Christmas and the tooth fairy all wrapped up in one. <laughs> so when you start to think creatively around, about it and start tapping into the brilliance and the ideas of your fellow team members, you will come up with loads of highly motivating ways to reward your team for achieving, helping you achieve great success within your dental practice. So really do give that a shot. The other two elements to rewarding team members that I'll mention are number one, unplanned celebration or unplanned reward for a job well done leaves a far stronger positive impression on the team member than a planned one. For example, every month to acknowledge the good efforts of everyone, we're going to take every team member out to dinner on the last Friday of every month. That all feels good. Everyone gets along. They remind each other about you know, why they really enjoy working with each other. These people are fun and we have a good time with them. Get this beautiful dinner that we don't have to pay for. It's social. It's glorious. It's an experience. It's wonderful. As opposed to turning up to work and there is a beautiful morning tea laid out with a card in the front saying, thanks so much team for your continued magnificent efforts. Morning tea's on us. Morning tea's on the owner. It's impromptu, it's by surprise. And those sort of events are more thrilling to us than the planned ones. So keep that in mind. Do impromptu things every now and again. One day say, don't bring your lunch to work. We're gonna, we've organized for a, a burger food van to drop by our practice at lunchtime. That you, they turn up to work one day and there's a whole stack of Toblerones, those big, massive Toblerones. And there's one for everyone. And it's by surprise, you didn't expect it. How joyous is that? So keep that in mind. The element of surprise is good. <laughs> and the second element I wanted to leave you with, now that we're getting the end to the end of this podcast, is that no matter what, regardless of bonuses, rewards, achieving financial goals or not, understand the enormous impact and need for continual verbal appreciation of team members. Thank you so much for your efforts today. It was a stressful day. You made it better. Thank you. I just heard you on the phone with that patient receptionist and I know it sounded like it was tricky and you did a great job. Thanks for always being so great with people over the phone. Our patient was really anxious today and you exhibited such caring and such friendliness to them. It was really impactful, I could tell. Thank you. Always thank people, show their appreci your appreciation of them on a regular basis and do your best to reward all of the behaviors you want repeated rather than 
focusing on any negatives that you feel need to be rectified. We need to be biased towards the great things that our team members do. That's creating the environment for them to be repeated. If you are doing anything fantastic in your practice in terms of rewarding team members and acknowledging strong performance, please do let me know. Just drop me a line, send me an email. That'd be fantastic. I love getting ideas like this and promoting them out to dental practices so other practices can bring appreciation, celebration, acknowledgement as part of their team culture, as how they behave with one another. Have a fantastic day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed today's podcast, then you should come along and join the club. The club is a whole library of lunch and learns with new lunch and learns being produced all the time that help your dental team gain greater success in your systems, in your team behaviors, in your patient management, in your patient engagement, in their treatment plans. They are usually around half an hour in length. And so team members can sit down, be paid for their lunch break, eat lunch while they're being inspired and delivered all of these insights and strategies that can be implemented so you all achieve greater levels of success. Also, Amina and I, my buddy from Dental Management Expertise, have a company, Dental Business Mastery, together. And our flagship online one-year course for dental practice managers and dental practice owners to learn how to very successfully manage your dental practice is available. Head over to dentalbusinessmastery.com.au to find out more information and has information about any other courses that we've got available. Also, make sure you do jump onto my website, julieparkerpracticesuccess.com.au, and you will see a whole load of free information. There are articles, the blog, downloads, templates, a whole load of things that are designed to help you overcome any specific challenge that you've got going on in your practice at the moment. If you have any suggestions of topics or guests that I can have on the podcast, please let me know. Thanks for listening.